This is it, football fans. Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. We are going to go through the games that you've been waiting for. Conference Championship Weekend. We're going to get started. Something new for you. This is the first of which prospect Fridays we're going to do this going forward. Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft. Your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Locked On NFL Draft. I am your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And as always, I am joined by my guy, Ryan Tracy. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing good. We're getting excited over at uh, Rogue Analytics. This is our time of year when things start to come together. You guys can check that out at RogueAPC.com. That's where we do the athletic matrix and all the things leading up to this draft. And this is the, the normal time of year, right? This is where I usually start to perk up. This is a different cycle for us as I've started to, to start a little bit earlier this year. But this is like you get the little bit of tingles. You see, you can see the potential, right? This right. is the guys that you got to watch this weekend. I'm pretty excited for it. All right. And. Speaking of matches, man, we got some key matchups this weekend with some really terrific prospects, and I want to jump straight into it. Cincinnati against Houston. Houston, one loss on the year, undefeated in conference play. They're taking on Cincinnati. Obviously, they're undefeated, one mm-hmm. of the top teams in the nation. This is kind of a bigger game with definitely some big-time prospects on Cincinnati's side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, a, a ton. And we, we've kind of hit on a bunch of them through this, this season. This is a team that could be right up there with some of the big stalwarts like Alabama with the number of players selected in this particular draft. There's a lot to watch in this particular ballgame. One guy that I think is kind of under the radar, we're going to hit all the, the highlights, I'm sure. But Majai Sanders is, is a guy that I really want to see, like, has he come far enough to make the leap? I want to see some exploitative pass rush out of him that sets him apart because I've seen I've seen sparks, but I haven't seen enough out of him yet. Yeah, and on the other side of the ball, we got Houston, and this is a guy you know, we haven't talked about anybody from Houston yet, but Nathaniel Dale, a smaller guy, 5'10", 155-pound speedster, 71 receptions for over 1,000 yards on the season. You know, that's somebody that I'm definitely interested to see and how he plays, and he is draft eligible. He's a redshirt sophomore, I believe, but he's having a breakout year, and he gets to go up against some guys that I'm really excited to watch, and one is Sauce Gardner. Right, we've mm-hmm. mentioned him on this show a few times, but Sauce Gardner, he's a longer, uh, linear cornerback for Cincinnati. And I feel like ever since he changed his number, because he was wearing like number 12 last year, but now he's number one. And once you're wearing that number one and you have a nickname like Sauce, you know, you got to, you know, you got to step your game <laughs> a little bit. And heading into this year, I feel like Kobe Bryant, the cornerback on the other side, he was more the one that everybody talked about. He's number seven and he's, Kind of a guy that, you know, he'll take the ball away. He does some things really good. But Sauce Gardner is kind of taking over as that number one guy for Cincinnati, their, their, their best prospect. And even so much, I mean, I tweeted out that I was jumping into a lot of the prospects now, the cornerbacks, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that feel like he's potentially the best cornerback in this class. Now, there's Derek Stingley in this class. There's some other guys as well. And maybe, you know, Stingley's dealt with some injuries and people kind of forgot about him a little bit. But – Sauce Gardner, he's intriguing. And now I get a chance to really just sit. I'm going to sit and watch this weekend. Just watch him and focus on him. And I'm looking at everything. And how I how I go about 
evaluating the cornerback position. You know, I take myself. I was a 6'2", 200-pound cornerback. And especially when I see guys that are built like me. Now, I look at things that, man, what did I wish I have or what do I do better? You know, and I kind of use that as a starting point, especially when you're playing against a guy that's smaller, like the receiver we just mentioned, who's, you know, 155 pounds. Those guys are harder to cover, especially in space. I want to see that kind of matchup. How does Suns Gardner match up against a smaller, quicker, shiftier guy? Does his mm-hmm. technique go out the window? Does he bail on things? Is he too? Is he quick to get out uh, and throw away some of his technique? So th- those are things I'm definitely going to be looking to see from Sauce Gardner. How does he match up there? And really just in general, from a movement still standpoint, from a change of direction standpoint, you know, what does it look like? Is he in a rush? Is he in a panic? I'm going to be really focused in on Sauce Gardner. And, I mean, Kobe Bryant as well because he's a terrific corner, but – more so Sauce Gardner because that's the guy people are talking about as a, I mean, a potential first-round pick. See, so right now, technique-wise, what you've seen live to this point, do you do you agree with those people that feel that Gardner's out there and in a better spot right now? Uh, I haven't I haven't watched them to compare the two, mm-hmm. but I've just watched them to kind of just see different things that they do, and and I can see how people can come to that. But again, I mean, we know how this stuff goes, right? In, in the scouting community. Or, you know, especially in the Twitterverse, sometimes people start running with a certain narrative and then that just takes off. So yeah. there might be this narrative out there that Sauce Gartner is just, that's the better cornerback on this team. But when you start to dive into the film, maybe I come away with something different. Now, both of these guys, the cool thing is, we'll be able to see both of these guys at the Senior Bowl, I believe. I think they both accepted the Senior Bowl invite. So that's big to see them at the same spot, you know, watch one guy do a rep, watch the other guy do a rep. And you really be able to kind of compare and contrast, you know, as well as the film. Yeah, I, I'm going to try to watch them both. You know, you can't do it every snap, obviously. But you, I want to see the difference because when you look at what they've been able to produce, Gardner's way ahead on on the yards that he's given up. I mean, less than half of what Bryant's given up. But Bryant's given up less reception percentage. And he's got like 11 PBUs on the season. So for me, getting your hands on the ball is, is just as important as how you're doing in terms of, of warding off yardage that you're giving up. So I'm really intrigued. They don't seem right now like they're that close. But like you said, narr- narrative will take over. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting game to watch. And I'm really interested to see. Maybe we'll compare notes when we're done and, and see who we have on top when it comes out. Right. And definitely we'll get into all that and more. But – First, you know, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to the Boost Mobile for the power to save money because the Boost, you get the power of free 5G on your phone. So you can listen to all the latest episodes, the power of three unlimited data lines for $30 a month per line. So your family can harness, you know, all harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do all that with the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful you will become. Switch to Boost Mobile right now and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save by Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere for all phones, networks, cboostmobile.com for more details. And also, Bilt Bar. 
Of course, it's here, the holiday season. Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Or even better, you can find a candy bar that's built for you, just like Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decent flavor, covered in 100% real chocolate with amazing low-calorie sugar, net carbs, and fat. And one of the best things about it, very high in protein. So you get the best of both worlds. Delicious tasting bar with good healthy benefits. And there's so many flavors, you know, and they have new ones coming out right now. They got mint brownie, they got cherry, they got double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, really good flavors out right now. And they're dropping new flavors every few days. And if you need to, you know, bust down the mall doors, or if you're out there and you're shopping, like don't just go shopping in the empty handed, go ahead. Throw one of those built bars into your purse so you have something to snack on on the go. And it's much better than a lot of the mall food and everything like that. And everybody's going to be shopping right now during the holidays. All right. So your friends with, you know, your friends with Santa. Well, tell Santa to throw some built bars in some of those stockings. I definitely would throw some in my kids' stockings. All right. With so many flavors, they make anyone's Christmas morning happier. So what are you guys going to do, man? You guys are going to take up on this offer by going to built. Dot com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off of your order. All right, you guys, go do that right now. That's the healthy choice, the healthy choice. And speaking of healthy choices, we got a healthy dose of corner quarterbacks in the matchup between Pittsburgh and Wake Forest. I think mm-hmm. everybody knows about Kenny Pickett, but there's another quarterback that's draft eligible in this game as well. Talk to us a little bit about him, right? Yeah, I think that's the thing that really has gone under the radar because – especially this late in the season to have this kind of matchup where you have two quarterbacks that are going to be in the discussion. Obviously Pickett has come on very steadily. Uh, I think he's leading in yardage thrown uh, except for Bailey Zappi. Sorry. (laughs) There's always Bailey Zappi. We'll talk about him later in the year, but as you look at it, these two guys head to head Hartman is not that far behind throwing a few more interceptions. Uh, But I think Sam at uh, 34 and 10, touchdown to interception ratio versus 40 to seven for Kenny Pickett, but two guys that lead their teams that need to go back and forth. And I think this is a chance for maybe both of them to take advantage of having another quarterback of that caliber across from them. Hopefully we see a shootout for those teams and let them really put their skills on display late in the season here to leave kind of a lasting impression for the scouts and what we're going to take away as we go into the off season. Right. And Kenny Pickett, I mean, we're, when we get into him, I mean, this is a guy who we're we're looking to see, like, how high up boards does he shoot? And he has a receiver. I don't believe he's draft eligible yet, but Jordan Addison, the guy who has 85 receptions for over almost 1,400 yards, 17 touchdowns, almost 16 yards per catch. Dude is killing it, but he's just a sophomore. But, I mean, that's a guy that uh, Kenny Pickett is looking to continuously feed over and over. And if you watch a Pittsburgh game, you see him go, you know, go to him often. I think when I look at this game, especially for Kenny Pickett's standpoint, because right now it's it's kind of lining up to be not the strongest of quarterback classes. But I want to see what Pickett, does he mm-hmm. make the NFL throws, right? Some of these guys' numbers are inflated by screen plays or just wide open, you know, throws where they don't have to fit anything into tight windows. The spacing in college football is so good, and especially with those wide hashes, it makes it a lot easier for quarterbacks. What NFL throws? does he make and is he able to make those things consistently I really want to focus in this game on you know how the ball comes out of his hand you know a lot of times you know guys you want to see that power right you want to see the ball just kind of jump out of guys hands one thing with him and has he touched on why he wears two gloves 
because <laughs> that's something I, I see that all the time. I can't help but think like Teddy Bridgewater every time I see that. But I want to see how the ball comes out of his hands. I want to see, you know, how is he throwing those NFL type throws, tight window throws? Is he challenging himself from that standpoint, or is he shying away from those type of throws? That that's going to be what I'm looking for from him because from a statistical standpoint, he's done everything he needs to kind of elevate himself and put himself in the conversation of one of the top quarterbacks, even going toe to toe with a guy like Sam Howell, who Sam Howell was projected to be, you know, a top five, top 10, top 15 quarterback in this class. He went toe to toe with him and looked just like the better quarterback on that stage as far as what NFL scouts would be looking for. But I'm yeah. looking to see now, okay, how good is this guy and how much is he challenging himself? Yeah, I want to see that too. One other guy on the other side that I'm looking forward to seeing because he's made a couple of really nice plays. He's had some issues with drops through this season. A.T. Perry is a guy that's eligible that I think will come out that's huge at six foot five, and he's broken over 1,000 yards receiving this year, and he's averaging 19.9 per catch. That's big time. If you can show that you're capable holding on to the ball, getting out of your routes, I think this could be a game that he has a chance to shine. I hope that he does. Right, and there are a couple other games. We talked about Oregon versus Utah. And this is a rematch from early in the season. Now, the matchup doesn't matter as much, but again, I talked about mm -hmm. Verdale, CJ Verdale. We just talked about him on a recent episode, running back from Oregon. He's not going to be there, but they got die. He's mm -hmm. been kind of getting off, and <laughs> it's been hard for me to, you know, really get out of my head. Oh, that's supposed to be CJ Verdale, but die, he's been there for a while. He's the guy who's running well, and he's not being talked about with any other running backs that are coming out in this class. Yeah, he's he's gone under the radar. He's had a couple of nice, really explosive games, and I think, obviously, we're going to focus on the defensive prospects in this game. This is a big, big game, I think, for Devin Lloyd to really yeah. step forward and say, I know Nicobe Dane's great, but look at me. This scat back that's been running all over the place and tearing teams up, I'm going to stop him. I'm going to show off my athleticism. And I think this could be something that, again, leaves a lasting impression for Devin Lloyd in the, in the eyes of not just the fans but the scouts. I'm going to be focused on him when Utah defense is on the field. And obviously you got Kevin Thibodeau, and he's playing in this game off the heels of everybody watching Aiden Hutchinson last week. And I think everybody now is going to be saying, okay, is there a conversation? I did see a stat that came out that he definitely has like the highest win rate as far as pass rushing goes. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I guess we don't, don't get too blinded by Aiden Hutchinson's performance against Ohio State, and obviously it was a dominant one. But Thibodeau still right now, I think in most people's eyes, will be the top defensive end coming off of the board. We'll see how much that stands throughout this entire draft process. But he gets a chance to, again, to put that on full display and say, hey, you know, you guys don't don't forget about me. I am the freakish athlete. I am the one that's screaming off of the edge. And even if he is a guy that has to improve a little bit in the run game, you know, obviously like he has that ability. He has that that body. That that's definitely something I would bet on to see. You know, yeah, no, I'm gonna put my money on this guy. And where you're gonna put your money is gonna be on Bet Online. All right, Bet Online has you covered for all season. More props, odds, lines than ever before as football season continues to march on to the college football playoffs and the NFL playoffs as well. Bill Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head over right now to the new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive that bonus from football, basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, and right there to your 
favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of this amazing offer that's available throughout the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the games start. All right, Ryan. So there's definitely this big game this weekend that everybody will be tuning in for. And we <laughs> talked about a little bit with Rob Rang, but you got Alabama against Georgia. And we've touched on a lot of this game, but the one thing that I really want to kind of focus on here, especially as we're talking about draft prospects and guys being able to really elevate their draft stock, I think the guy who can really benefit from this game the most, especially with the opportunity that he's going to have is John Mechie. Now, you have Jameson Williams, who got kicked out of the last game, so he's I think he's set to miss the first half of this game, I believe. All right, so if that's the case, John Mechie, you're the one that's going to have to uh, step up and be the guy for your quarterback, Bryce Young. And again, it's not even so much from a statistical standpoint, but it's what does it look like? Is he overwhelmed by mm-hmm. this Georgia defense? Are they able to, you know, put the clamps on him? Is he going to be able to do some of the things that we saw late in the game against Auburn? Because he put everything on display, whether it was right after catch ability, obviously he had the game-winning touchdown catch on a whip route. That was tr- tremendous with how he set the route up with patience with timing and being able to be efficient, getting in and out of his breaks quickly and catching the ball, scoring a touchdown there, he's going to have to do that and really be a big part of, I mean, maybe keeping Alabama in this game early on without his partner in crime next to him. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a stacked secondary he's going to have to face. So how are you going to get around that? Um, are you going to draw Kendrick? I'm, I'm not sure. We're going to see how that matchup comes down, but I think you're going to have to move him around, especially until you get – both weapons on the field. What can he take advantage of? Can he get to the safety level? Can he get that match matchup that he's looking for in order to exploit it? This is going to be, like you said, maybe his last chance to really stand out and be the go-to guy. He stepped up last week. We saw that. Can he do it again? Can he show the scouts that, yes, when the chips are down, I can still do this repeatedly. I think that would be a a step forward to get him back in the conversation where he was before the season began. Right, and I mean, this is a guy, again, like you said, before this season, we were talking about him as being the guy and potentially being a first-round draft pick, you know, just a year after, you know, having, you know, multiple first-round picks with Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. And it was like John Mechie, he was kind of the forgotten guy in the office last year, but no, he's going to be the guy this year. This is his show. Well, all of a sudden, Jameson Williams comes from Ohio State, trash was in, and he steals the show (laughs) from Mechie. But this is Mechie's opportunity to really kind of not steal the show back, but really show like, no, don't forget about me. Don't forget about my ability. I do think when watching him, he might profile more as a slot receiver. And if that is the case, that's one thing that can kind of knock you down a little bit. But I, I believe he could play outside as well. He is a guy that played primarily outside just a year ago with Jalen Waddle doing more of the slot work. So seeing him on the outside, being able to win vertically, being able to win at all levels, I need to see if he can do that again this year. Because if so, now we can start seeing some of his drag stop go up. And if he has a big game right here, everybody will be watching this game. Everyone. Yeah. Every scout, every, you know, everyone, every draft evaluator. So if he can put it together on the biggest stage right here, I think that would definitely help his draft stop because up until this point right now, he's kind of been the forgotten one in the Alabama offense. Yeah. And for the wide receiver group, it's been such a strong class the last couple of seasons you got to do something to stand out. He's not the only one. I do want to mention one other guy in the Baylor-Oklahoma State game that I'm going to be watching is T. Martin. And can you stand out? Can you do something to raise your game? I think he's just over 850 in terms of yards for the season. Had some ups and downs. 
I do believe he's going to be available for this game, as far as I understand. And that's going to be, again, another last chance. I know there's talk about the college football playoff for them as well, like depending on what all goes down here. Considering two of the teams are playing this weekend, you're going to see somebody drop. Does that become Notre Dame, who's now coachless? Which is a whole different topic we'll have to argue about some other day because that just drives me nuts. But like, there's opportunity here this particular weekend to make an impression, and I'm going to be pulling to see somebody step up. Yeah, and, and the last guy that I want to talk about because I I haven't watched a whole lot about this a whole lot from this guy, but Abram Smith, running back for Baylor. You know, we're talking about a guy with almost 1,400 yards. You know, 12 touchdowns, six and a half yards per carry. He's another guy who. I'm interested to see, like, okay, I, somebody said, hey, Croc, you need to talk about this running back. You need to see what he's doing over there for Baylor. I think this is a big game for us to be able to see that and just what does it look like. And we just talked about running backs and what we're looking from, uh, uh, you know, looking to see from them, whether it's pass catching ability, you know, pass blocking ability, you know, can he protect the quarterback, but also just what it looks like with him running the ball. Is he dynamic? Is he shifty? Is he what I like to say, a guy that can make a move on top of a move or is he more of a power guy? Does he have the breakaway speed? Those are all things I'm going to be looking to see from this running back right here. But we're going to, you know, tune in with you guys. We're going to watch all these and kind of give a recap of what we've seen. We do want to thank you guys all for making us your first listen of the day. But from Ryan, from myself, Eric Crocker, and also you can follow us on Twitter at Eric underscore Crocker. Make sure you guys follow Ryan as well. Ryan, go ahead. You can, uh, Ryan Tracy, NFL, all one word. All right. Uh, Tap in with us throughout the week weekend, and uh, we'll be watching again with you guys. But until next time, man, we are out. Peace.